3: And welcome to our very special Table Manners Christmas extravaganza. This is a special Christmas edition. We've decided that this is now our tradition that we do a Christmas special. So we've decided to call on some of our lovely friends from over the years that have been on Table Manners and ask them what they're doing with their Christmas day. How are you Mum?
4: I'm fine darling. So we're having a, a pre-Christmas dinner aren't we because we're not going to be here for Christmas. Yeah
3: and actually I'm doing it here. Yep. Um, which I'm very happy about. We've, we've done all the pre-prepared sprouts and there's going to be hopefully minimal fuss. Because yeah. actually the delivery's coming at one so it better be minimal fuss. I'm going to get the turkey crown later. The kids are going to roll in from their last day of school and then have Christmas dinner on the table. Great. Right. Just how I like it. Great. Right. Everyone can buzz off by... 8 o'clock fine John. Um, is that a hint yes because okay. um, we love Christmas dinner so much um, but we don't know whether we'll be getting that in um, And woe is us um, in Some, a hot an, on, a, an, on, a, an, on a hot, an, hot an, holiday hot, hot, yeah we hope you're all having a lovely time getting ready for Christmas I feel like nobody has done their Christmas shopping this year
4: all my friends have said don't buy and let's just go out together and go somewhere really I think that's a really together. nice idea so you know we'll go to an exhibition or go out for a nice dinner or go to see a, a show rather than just spend money I don't need things yeah I think that's a really
3: nice idea so shall we go on to our first guest yep we have the wonderful Melanie C calling in to spice up our Christmas hi how you i'm all right how are you guys doing nearly I'm christmas right. i know it's nearly christmas Whereabouts are you at the moment you look like you're uh, in a hotel room
5: i am i mean what is this a, a in hub
3: yeah oh it's... i'm sorry sporty spice needs to not be in a in. do you know what though i'm gonna flex now because
5: i'm singing at westminster abbey tonight
3: <gasps> gorgeous
5: so we're just around the corner because the dressing room was just like a curtain and pearl thing so i thought oh, let's just get a quiet room what
3: what, what are you singing now
5: I'm singing Silent Night with Alfie Bell. Good God.
3: Well, that's a Christmas cracker. Yeah,
5: and a string quartet. I'm absolutely <gasps> pooing my pants.
3: No, but, uh, don't. You know what? Even if you make a bum note, which you won't, Mel, because you're brilliant, reverb just makes everything sound heavenly. So don't worry about it. you got yeah. it, babe.
5: Well, I, I rehearsed yesterday in the barracks with like the MD and, and the musicians, and it was such a dry room, and he was like, project to the back of the abbey. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm <laughs> out of my depth here, what am I doing? And then we've got to the oven, we've got, here's your in-ear pack, here's your mic. I'm like, oh, it's fine, and what I'm doing you'll be, now?
3: You'll be fine. But I'm going to start recording, and gone. going, awesome. There we go. How's your Christmas looking this
5: year? Do you know what? I'm so excited for Christmas this year because it's going to be very traditional. I've got my mum staying with me. We know how great mums are at Christmas, and it's been... <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a funny little look there. Yeah, that's we a funny um, look. you know what? <laughs> yeah.
3: I haven't actually looked at you in the eye since you've come home. I haven't Hi, mum. I'm all. making. Haven't have seen you got a you quick neck weeks. or something? Like no, this? No, because I don't want to mush my hair. All oh, right, fine. All oh, right, fair enough. Sorry, go on.
4: Your hair looks fabulous, by the way. Thank you.
3: Thank both you. Look Just had wonderful. it done. Um, so, it's go on. Lovely. You're gonna you're gonna be with your mum. Yeah. So,
5: I've had a really busy year. I think very much as you have. We've had a bit of a crazy one, haven't we? It kind of feels like because we had that two years of we weren't doing nothing but we weren't out there doing the thing that we love so much now we've been back out doing all the festivals and and being together in person it's felt quite frenetic and I feel like we're making up for lost time. Mm. You know? Absolutely. So yeah, I'm looking forward to putting my feet up. I think my mum's going to really look after me. She's been cooking already. I've got lots in my freezer.
3: <laughs> oh, nice! And will you be going with like the pigs in blankets? Will you be making your own Yorkshire puddings? Will you even have a Yorkshire pudding on your Christmas table? Oh
5: no, we don't have a Yorkshire pudding on Christmas Day this year. We're being a little bit radical in that we're having beef and turkey because I we've like all that. finally yeah we've all finally decided we don't really like turkey that much. <laughs> we kind of eat it under duress every year just because that's what you do um but i want a bit of turkey but a bit of beef would be nice as well so maybe we should have yorkshire puddings
3: babe we should just do it. it's on yes and don't don't stress just get the aunt bessies they're the best um, now which which Spice Girl are you giving a Christmas present to?
5: I gift all of the girls Oh do you? We, yeah we all gift each other and we always have We went through a phase when the children were younger yeah. We went through a phase of just doing the kids Yeah, But now the kids are all growing up we're kind of just giving to each other again, which is nice. Oh, that's so what sweet. have you
4: bought your daughter this
5: year? Oh my goodness, you would love this. She presented me with a PDF. Oh my goodness. Like, it was like a PowerPoint presentation. I mean, literally, if she put this much effort into her homework, she'd be fine. But no, it's in the Christmas list. It's cosmetics. It's very expensive leisure wear. Perfumes... Yeah, all kinds of things but I think it's good because you know she's 13 she knows what she likes so I'd rather take the guesswork out of it
3: I love that she's into luxe leisure wear when her mother is sporty spice that's kind of yeah, genius absolutely. and also Victoria mm-hmm. Beckham's got you covered on all the cosmetics surely you can just get a freebie there you're fine she's shifting it always on Instagram isn't she her favourite coal sparkly liner just give her yeah. one of them well you know what I've got quite
5: a few bases covered but you know these kids have got expensive tastes these days haven't they
3: well let's talk about new music with you what's happening in 2023 for Melsey
5: oh, well i'm very excited i've been booking lots of shows there's going to be lots more festivals but my focus will be new music i had a few sessions but i think next year i need to dedicate all of my time to that. I'm going to be dancing at Sadler's Wells in January.
6: Yes! Wow. That sounds
5: amazing! Yeah, I, I can't believe it still. Um, I've been working on it since March because I've had to retrain my body. Because even though, you know, I'm, I'm physically active, the whole dancing and the kind of, uh, the discipline of that. And as well, because it's contemporary dance, which I've never done before. I trained classically until I was 19. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit creaky in the old hips, but it's been wonderful. I've been part of the development. It's with an incredible choreographer called Jules Cunningham. So we are going to be performing mm. from the, be- the the middle to the end of January. I'll be at Sadler's Wells, which is like a childhood dream to get on that stage. I
3: think we're going, just. Will you be singing gorgeous. at all in it, or is it pure
5: dance? You know, we are singing a little bit, but it's, I don't think it's going to be anything anybody expects. It's, it's very arty, it's been quite a journey, kind of delving into these emotions, and yeah, it's a real privilege and an honour to be able to do it.
3: Oh Mel, this sounds so exciting. And terrifying.
4: No, no,
3: no, that's good though, that's yeah.
4: good. So you're at Sadler's Wells, yeah. singing with an opera singer tonight. yes yeah you're doing all, it all, all
3: doing now what it, are yeah. you asking for christmas
4: I, you know i'm really happy because i know
5: i'm getting what i want for christmas which is five days putting my feet up yeah that's it nice i want to put my feet up i want to eat nice food i want to drink nice drinks i want to be with my family mm. you know when when you're so busy and traveling that is what you miss isn't it i want to sit down i want to play scrabble mm. i want to make fun of each other i want there to be loads of banter loads of love and laughter that's all i want for christmas
3: you know what I've got for all my... Um, I've got Uno Extreme. Have you ever played Uno Extreme? I, ha- I played Uno and I'm a
5: big fan, so let me know what Extreme is Okay, so about. maybe
3: you need to put this in your daughter's um, stocking. Yes. Um, apparently it, like, flicks out um, Uno so it's kind of it's extreme and it get, it goes kind of mad and you have to catch them <laughs> apparently it's quite it's quite good we're also going to try Pie Face in our house have you ever tried Pie oh, Face? Yeah. You know
5: I was just think I haven't and I was thinking of it when you were talking about the extreme that would be fun. So
3: get Pie Face and Uno Extreme and you'll be add that to Scrabble and Monopoly and you'll be sorted for Boxing Day. Yeah. Now, what's your favourite Christmas song?
5: Oh that is a good question there are so many I kind of laughed this year because I think for the first time I realised the ridiculousness of us listening to the same songs Every year in, year. year out. Yes, you're so <laughs> it's right. such a weird thing, isn't it? But I love, what's the Slade one? Is it called Merry Christmas, it's everyone? It's Christmas! <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one I, I tend to break out if anybody wants me to sing a Christmas tune. I love Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas oh, yeah. as well.
4: Yeah. I still love Wham. Oh, yeah. Last yes. Christmas, it's my favourite,
3: yes. I think. I think I've spoken about this already, but there's this um, Charlie Brown Christmas album, which is like Charlie Brown from Snoopy. Mm-hmm. And it's like this jazz album, Mel, you've got to listen <gasps> to it. Like, it's so good. It's really gorgeous and Christmassy, and it sounds really nice when you're like... A Charlie Brown Christmas, it's called, by the Vince Goraldi trio it's so lovely if you're cooking and you've or oh, Christmas Eve it'll be gorgeous yes. who are you kissing um under the mistletoe this year now
5: oh well I'm single and ready to mingle so have you got, got wow. any
3: ideas
4: well, let
3: me well have I'll a come thing. out with
4: you now <laughs>
3: <laughs> you two, you and Len on the razz let's go <laughs>
5: I think you know what it's um yeah it's a different Christmas for me this year being single but in in a way it's just nice I can really enjoy all my family you know, mum, mm-hmm. dad, daughter, yeah, be
4: nice. Can I just say, Mel, you're looking younger and younger yeah. every time I see you. What Thank what what, you. what is it? What's the secret?
5: Well, you know, I do look after myself. I think this year it's been quite work heavy, so I'm tired, but I haven't had enough time to have fun. And I think sometimes it's the fun. That, you know, ebbs away at the <laughs> looks. ruins your skin.
3: <laughs> and
4: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't seem tired. You seem full of life, a force of nature, Mel. Oh, well, thank you. It's talking to you two, oh, is
3: well, it? Listen, honestly, we're so excited. We're going to come to saddles Wells. We'll, we'll see you in the new year. Have a gorgeous Christmas. Oh,
5: my goodness. Have a beautiful day, beautiful Christmas time. And, you know, to all your listeners out there as well, it's been another interesting year. But um, let's have a nice <laughs> break and brace ourselves for 23
3: oh thanks happy, mel. happy christmas merry and happy christmas, christmas. Lots, of merry christmas <laughs> lots of love oh mel getting to sing in westminster abbey didn't gaga like alfie both? loved him oh that's so nice what a nice way to get Christmassy. um right next up we have one of our lovely guests from i don't know was he last year was he this year he's relatively recent alumni of Table Manners. It's Tom Daly. I hope he's got his knitted speedos on, darling. We'll find out. Hi! Hello! Oh, my God! You look like you're in a grotto, Tom. Hi.
7: <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm in a grotto. It's my kitchen.
3: Oh, You're wow. kidding! Are the you fairy lights in the rafters. You do the Christmas glow-up.
7: Yeah, <clears throat> and honestly, the, the Christmas lights were a nightmare because we put them all up and then we waited to turn them on until Robbie got home and we turned them on and they were cool white instead of warm white. So then instead of taking them down and getting new ones, I decided to paint every single bowl
3: Hang on. Was Robbie going to throw the shit fit because they were not warm white, or was it that you're a perfectionist?
7: It was. It was me and Lance. We were like, you know what? If we're going to walk in, here, it was like a dental. It was like walking into surgery at <laughs> night. It was like it was so bright that you kind of were squinting. I was. I was picturing this like beautiful starry night scene while we're having our dinner. But no, it was like I mean, we must have been able to be seen from space. It was that kind of bright. So now. <laughs> They have all been, I I basically took a protein scooper, filled it with paint and then like dabbed each light bulb in paint so that you can kind of see that they're partially covered. So there's like little bits of white coming through. But yeah,
3: they they look gorgeous. They look almost like red, red. red, Yeah.
7: So I actually used orange paint to try and make them warm. So they kind of. So we might ever even be able to put them up like for Halloween next year and then keep them up through Christmas. So Oh,
3: perfect. They can be yeah. pumpkins next year. Yeah, week. exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so what's Christmas Day looking like for you? I, I can imagine you're going to be, it's going to be a perfect Christmas if this is what you're doing with just the lighting.
7: <laughs> we, we do go a little bit wild for Christmas. Um, you know, Robbie, our son, is four years old now, so he is fully loving it. I mean, you can see Elf on the Shelf up here trapped in a jar currently. Oh babe, so, I, it...
3: I've... Commiserations, I, commiserations. I I don't know why you've started that. Yeah, I, me neither,
7: me. <laughs> me, me neither. There's been a couple of uh, mild panics uh, on a couple of mornings uh, but you know Christmas Day I'm super excited about. It. It's just going to be me, Lance and Robbie in the morning um, because the rest of my family are going to be in Plymouth because we're going down to Plymouth later on but yeah it's just going to be me, Lance and Robbie in the morning and then what ends up happening is that because we're in London, there's lots of people that don't end up going home for Christmas, whether it be people that are working in theatre or, for example, my coach. So my coach is going to come over for Christmas dinner with her family. And then we also might have a couple of friends that are in like theatre industry that might come along too. So it's... But we do bit. We do a lot of food. We do lots of food. Well, um, I
3: remember this last time. You were like yeah. big cooks.
7: Yeah. So like the previous years before lockdown, we had like twenty-seven people come over for Christmas. I know it's a lot, but we also like fused together that like, traditional British Christmas dinner and then American Christmas dinner because in America, like Lance makes some of the most crazy Christmas foods that I've never even heard of before. Like for example, there's this thing called a green bean casserole, which are like tinned green beans with like mushroom soup soy sauce with like crispy onions on top and then baked in the oven sounds really gross but it's actually delicious delicious. but then the other one he makes which I again still don't understand but it works There's sweet potatoes mashed up with eggs soy sauce loads of brown sugar and then it's popped in the oven with marshmallows marshmallows on top yeah is that and then, a
3: thanksgiving situation yes yeah, so it's thanksgiving like one
7: yes yeah, so it's like a thanksgiving one but we have it for christmas as well because sometimes we put like candied pecans on top as well and that's also delicious so yeah we we go we yeah we go for it on christmas for right, sure right
4: so you mentioned your coach is coming yes does that mean you're training for something next year tom
7: well i haven't been on a diving board since the olympics last year so Um, yeah so I haven't actually gone back yet so I'm sure my coach is going to come back to try (laughs) and pitch me to come back to training um but I haven't like made any decisions yet because I've been doing so many different things since the games I've been working on the book the book my knitting stuff and like that's basically what I've been doing uh since then it's just like knitwear design and also opportunities in tv and I would love to like transferring to becoming more of a fashion designer and so it's been you know wow. I saw you perform at the BFAs which was amazing. Oh
3: babe I didn't see you but I knew that you were there who who were you wearing at the I was age?
7: with I was Ami so I was sat on the Ami table and nice. it was it was I was wearing knitwear of course but it was like all <laughs> like had loads of like crystals all over it so it was like a sparkly Gorgeous. knit it was very heavy it was like chain mail but it was good.
3: Are you going to be wearing your own knitwear on Christmas day? Have you knitted a new christmas day jumper. Oh,
7: I should get it. I should get Go it. On, I was going to wear it. Wait. Oh. I like this. Let me I like let this. me get her on. Like let me get her on.
3: Oh my god, he's made this. Oh my god. No. That is a jumper. That's can we incredible. A can we can we take a photo of this? Yeah.
7: I'll get them my lights in the background.
4: <laughs>
3: That is stunning. <laughs> that is gorgeous. That is. So,
4: Tom, with That's your phenomenal. jumper, have you got little knitted speedos on? I had to ask. I, I,
7: yes, I see. I, I know I've made them before. They don't do very well in the water, so uh, <laughs> they go a bit soggy. Um, so I stick to Christmas. I even made matching ones for Lance and for Robbie as well. So, But Robbie, my son, won't wear anything that i make him. So,
3: Oh, that is so annoying.
7: Yeah. But it's nice and cosy. It's a nice chunky one. Cool. So it's really warm. I can't it's wait really for warm. there
3: to be a Tom Daley knitwear store on Mount Street or, you know, Bond Street.
7: I know. That's the thing. Like, at the moment, like I've been doing loads of knitwear design. and I sell piss. Um, so you can actually, like all of the things that I design, you can make yourself. But I haven't got any ready to wear stuff. So if you're not a knitter, unless you want to learn. Like, for example, this is one of the ones that I sell as a kit that somebody can make themselves. So if you know how to knit, you Guys, can make one Guys, if you haven't well. got
3: your Christmas presents completely sorted, Tom Daley's just sorted you out with, a, what do you call it, a pattern, a knit, a kit? So,
7: so a knit kit. So it's got the yarn, the needles, the pattern, the, the instructions of how to make it, how to learn to knit, everything. It's all in one place.
3: What, what are you asking for, for Christmas?
7: Oh gosh. Honestly, that is like the question that I get Like My husband's like, what do you want for Christmas? And often the things that I love, are doing things with mm. my family and creating memories like I don't really want anything in particular Or ne- like last year I got a sewing machine and I really wanted to learn how to sew it's still in its box um I yeah. still haven't quite got there yet got around to doing it but I've set myself up with some uh sewing lessons next year so that's gonna be my revolution. but honestly I just love being able to go and do things whether that's going to like organizing a little theatre trip with like a matinee show on a on a weekend with my son and doing little things like that that's what I love about Christmas and it's about creating memories rather than the things I get for me I know that sounds really cliche but it is that for me that's what I get excited about Christmas.
4: Are you going to the pantomime this year with Robbie?
7: Yes I think we're going to go to the Palladium I, I don't know if we're going to go on the 20 20th or the 23rd um but we're going to be going to, we want to go and see a Panto because Robbie's never seen a Panto. He's obsessed with theatre at the moment and his favourite show is uh Six, the musical. Oh my gosh. Oh, he, really? He is obsessed. Like I started listening to the soundtrack. I know he's probably a little bit young to go, but he was obsessed with the soundtrack and now to the point where we have to turn all the lights off every single night, put on the disco lights and he has to do a performance every, every single night.
3: <laughs> I love it. And
7: he's even like the open. Corio with like the dum dum. He like does all the. It's really sweet. Very sweet.
3: Has has he watched The Greatest Showman yet? He
7: hasn't. That would be a good oh, one. Babe, um,
3: you're welcome. you're in I now. pass yeah. the baton of The Greatest Showman on to you oh, that's and your such family. Such a good one. It's, it's fabulous. Very good. They love it all.
7: Oh, that's a good one because that's exactly right up his alley. I bet. I mean, that's that's yeah. go, that's going to be our weekend sorted. Right, Greatest They're Showman sorted. On.
3: What's your favourite Christmas song, Ooh. you and Lance?
7: Honestly, there's, Robbie had his little Christmas show nativity last week, which was really, really sweet. Like, what was but, his part? So he was a narrator and his line was, and it went a bit like this. And he had to do a little <laughs> arm signal. It was really sweet. Um, but so my favourite song is Mariah Carey. All I Want For Christmas Is You. I know it's probably everyone's favorite, but it is the song that I, if I ever host parties or barbecues or anything, no matter what time of year it is, it's always the last song that plays. (laughs) So even in the middle of summer, it plays. And if I ever want to clear out the house and like, okay, right now we're done, like it's over. I play that song and people are like, people like love it. And then they're like, oh, actually, you know what? Maybe I should leave now.
3: That's genius. That's like the best kind of table manners of being like, thank you so much. We've had a great time now. Get
7: yeah, ex- exactly. It's like this is this is it. So but and then in Robbie's Nativity, the song that ended it was Feliz Navidad. So we've heard a lot of that this year. So oh, that's really my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so Robbie knows all the worst of that one. He does the whole little has a whole little dance routine to it. So, yeah, that's the uh, those two songs are probably our faves.
3: Tom, look, we're going to leave you to go and enjoy Christmas. Enjoy your warm lights. Um, thank you so much for coming on our Christmas special. And we look forward to more knitting, yes. more uh, sewing.
7: Yes, I'm going to be sewing, knitting. Oh, and
3: I think you better
4: do a bit more diving for us, Tom.
7: Oh, well, maybe I will. Definitely. Just for you. <laughs>
4: just for
3: us. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Tom Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah.
7: Merry Christmas.
3: Oh, Tom Daly, the the fact that he just dipped... All those Christmas lights, and when I say you, you'll see it, we'll put up a picture of there were lots of Christmas lights, and he's dipped every one with different colours. Yeah, the effort, yeah. the attention to detail. But I loved his Christmas jumper.
4: Oh, it's jumper. gorgeous. Um, gorgeous. We'll, we'll put
3: a link up for. Could do with that myself, to am Frozen. Sorry, I put the heat on.
4: <laughs>
3: Now, we made sure that even though he called Mum a Christmas pudding, we got some important uh, Christmas canapé tidbits from Paul Hollywood.
2: I, I love Christmas. I love cooking for Christmas. Um, I, I love... a whole thing about Christmas for me is being in the kitchen. I, I've got to make mince pies next week because it's the 1st of December coming up.
3: Have you got your Christmas tree?
2: No. I have, Well, I've got, I used to not. Up until a couple of years ago, I was buying... Real ones. Now I've got... I bought this artificial one a couple of years ago, which is really nice. And it looks like it's got snow on it. It's quite expensive. So I'm going to have to use that for the next 10 years. Yeah,
4: to, to get my money's
2: to, worth. To get my money's worth and to justify not burning the planet up.
3: What's your favourite taste of Christmas?
2: <laughs> the first glass of <laughs> champagne in the morning when I'm starting to put the turkey and prepare the turkey. I think normally... And I never drink normally before, like, 6 o'clock, most of the time. Don't so, you? yeah... Why? Um, I don't know. And I will have a nice bottle of champagne. I don't normally drink champagne. Don't you? I love it. No. That. But I'll have a a bottle of cristal. I'll crack one open at ten o'clock in the morning. Have a nice and has to be really cold though if I ain't gonna drink it. And then I'll start preparing and rubbing the the bird uh on the in the kitchen. And then um stuff it,
4: turkey. get it all turkey. ready, yeah,
2: but, well the, the local farmer brings it round uh, the day before, he leaves it on my doorstep like for well, the Christmas, and then I'll bring it out, get it all prepared, set the oven, get it all in there, and then once all the veg and all the potatoes are all, all chopped up and prepared, then I, I literally, the thing is, I'll spend an hour making that gravy, getting the gravy spot on. What... what? Red, reducing it down once i've got the bird out rested yeah and i've got all my juices in there and i've thrown me a little bit of corn flour in there me wine i'm reducing it down and throwing stock in there and i'm going to reduce that down because i'll probably do a chicken the, the week before to get some stock
4: to oh, use wow. that initially Crap. for the
2: christmas yeah
4: so who's coming for christmas
2: Uh well obviously my fiance is going to be there yeah and then i've got uh her family and I think there's, I think it's about five, six of us.
4: What Santa Claus bringing you? You um, hope. What do you hope he might bring?
2: Peace and quiet would be good, and goodwill to all men.
4: Do you really mean that?
2: Oh yeah, I wish goodwill to everybody. Um, but now, for me, I'm, do you know what I'm so difficult to buy for? Are you? Yeah. Why? Because I'm impulsive and I'll buy stuff anyway. It's like me. I know. Yeah, I need I, to. So I think what's left. Oh, and then it'll buy some. I go, what have I just done that for? Could have asked someone to get me that for Christmas. I tend to get, you know, Viz, remember the old Viz?
4: Yeah, car, comic.
2: I always get that annual every year. And it stems do you? from. Yeah, I do. I, I read them when I'm on the loo. So ultimately.
4: <laughs> so you lose for the Viz comics. Oh. <laughs> so what
2: it is, is when you're at you know, Christmas time, my mum always used to bring me an annual. And she used to put it at the bottom of the bed when I was a kid. And it was always put at the bottom of the bed to give you ten more minutes for mum mm. to have another sleep. Just something to look at before you go... Now there's iPads. Kick a doors. Did you have again. a
4: chocolate orange in your stocking? Yeah. Always.
2: A lot of the time. And then an orange? An orange. And some nuts and stuff like that, and some all sorts of weird yeah. stuff. Um, and, and handkerchiefs with our initials on and stuff like that. What was
4: your best ever Christmas present you can Me remember? My rally chopper.
2: His rally chopper. My purple chopper.
4: I like a purple
3: chopper. <laughs> and it, I... I feel like you're a, you're a lunch, Christmas lunch kind of person. Oh, late
4: a, lunch. Um, four o'clock, three, yeah.
2: four o'clock. I think any later than that, it's too late because you've been drinking all day. You can't. Evening, so it's it's, and up. you
4: can't digest your dinner before you go to bed.
2: No, I, I would um, I would certainly go for th- three, four o'clock mm. after the Queen's speech. The or the King's. King's. King's speech, yeah, you're right.
3: And um, are there usually fights uh, on Christmas Day in no, your No, when I was
2: growing up, no. No. My, my family were all, we used to go to church in the morning at 11 o'clock and then we'd sing all our carols and then we'd I'd, I'd be fuming because I'd want to get back to the house to play with me toys. We were allowed a, a toy in the church on Christmas Day. So, of course, that was great. But I'd ride up and be Rally Chopper. <laughs> best, best Sunday ever.
3: What's your favourite hymn then, being a church boy?
2: Well, there were more choruses than hymns, but hymns hymns around Christmas time. I love in the bleak mid midwinter love and that. Ding Dong Merrily on High. It's such a happy yeah. song. Can you sing? I yeah.
3: I bet you can.
2: I'm okay. I I, I was always dragged in the front of the you know as kids when I was in this little Christian group to go and sing. You know, with everybody else, I hated it. I just being in front of a, an audience, that sort of go to the back, uh, which is quite funny. Um, yeah, I enjoy singing on my own. Don't sing in the shower. That's weird. I sing in I sing in my car. That's where I do a lot of singing on my own.
3: You a belter?
2: I like the quiet stuff, I like the, sort of the Eagles. You know, I listen okay. to some of the Eagles sing along to that harmonious stuff. Would
4: that be one of your karaoke choices if you had
2: to? Oh no, that would be uh, chocolate salty balls.
3: What the What's South Park one? Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard that for, since I was a fucking teenager. <laughs> it's
2: easy to sing. Any Beatles salty stuff? Sit any of the, I can't remember any of the early Beatles stuff. Yeah. Um. Any because it's short and choppy, and you don't have to hold a note. So anything like that is is good.
3: <laughs> What's the worst present you ever got, Paul Hollywood?
2: Um. At Christmas. I can't say that because I know the people in question. That will, will they listen them. to this? Probably. Um. I like all my presents because the gifts are the gifts. I'll just rewrap it and send it out. You're one of them. I, I do rewrap, But the problem is you've got to make a mental yeah, note yeah. <laughs> that you don't give it back to own. them. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's bad, that, isn't it? Is oh, it bad yeah. to do that? sustainable what,
3: to living. Get,
4: to, it's, to
2: rewrap and give it's it back to somebody? recycling. Well, it is, isn't
3: recycling. is, it? Recycling, yeah. recycling.
2: Re- I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
3: What bake are you making, apart from Christmas pud? Mince which, pies. Yeah, but you have them in the run-up, right? No, don't. You're not no, going to have another
2: me- piece de resistance. I've got to do. A, I've, I'll probably end up doing a Yule log. To be honest, that would probably be Christmas night and Boxing Day. But I'll probably do. I'll do a Yule log. Yeah. Uh, leading up to Christmas, and I'll do it with um, orange chocolate, and it's delicious. Ooh. Yeah, really, with fresh cream inside it, with the zest of a mandarin inside that as well.
4: So is that just really a Swiss roll?
2: Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's actually a meringue-based sponge. Oh. Um, and it, you, you, you have to break its back when what, it you roll. it What, you mean
4: like a roulade?
2: It's very yeah, it's similar like a to a roulade. roulade when you roll it up. It will crack slightly.
4: I like that. And then
2: you roll it all up and cream, loads of cream inside. It's fantastic.
4: Well, I was still spending Christmas with Paul, to Do be you? honest. Yeah. The blue eyes. You still Angelic, like Angelic, still love him. Yeah. He was very good fun. And him. I think he'd make a really good Christmas. I hope his pudding's good and his Christmas cake.
3: Well, from Christmas pudding to banana bread... Now, this is an episode that people have not stopped talking about when David Schwimmer dissed Dr. Alex's banana bread. He came back. He's a glutton for punishment. He came back for more. We chatted to him over Zoom to talk about how he was doing Hanukkah and Christmas. David Schwimmer, welcome back to Table Manners, the Christmas special.
8: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me.
3: Will you be like the other New York Jews and be eating Chinese on Christmas Day? (laughs)
8: Um, I won't only because, actually, that's how I grew up, of course, um, having Chinese and going to a movie around Christmas time. But uh, no, actually, because my daughter's mum is a Brit. And so we'll be spending a lot of time with that side of the family, all the British. Uh, We'll be in London, basically. And so we'll be, my daughter has so many cousins and aunts and uncles and a lovely, lovely family, even though her mom and I are separate, are divorced. You know, we're we're still great friends, and we all hang out, and the families get on very well. So,
3: do you do you kind of feel like as an American that you go to England for Christmas and it's like the holiday, the films? You're like, oh, it's gonna snow, and everyone's saying, "God, it's a bit chilly outside, isn't it?" And you kind of live for that.
8: Yeah, except for the snow part. I mean, I can't remember the last time I was in London over Christmas and it snowed, um, but. Um, yeah, it definitely feels kind of exotic to me because, because it's quite a warm time of year and uh, there are all these traditions that uh, that side of the family that I've kind of come to love and, and embrace. Um, so I'll be doing Hanukkah here, you know, uh, and her, her, her mom is Jewish. So uh, we'll, we'll have some kind of celebration of Hanukkah here and then Christmas in London.
4: Do you get Hanukkah gout? Or do you give Christmas presents? I
8: ha- I have done in the past, um, but uh, and we'll light the candles. Actually, I have a really great, funny menorah that's um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
3: Huh? <laughs> the menorah is Ruth.
8: Yeah, it's brilliant, and oh and my word! It's uh, she's like holding a big gavel. It's it's brilliant. I I somehow saw it online and I bought it right away. It was just
3: I'm going to be googling straight after this. I'll
8: have to send you a, a photo of it. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we'll do presents. You know, my, my daughter has been sending, you know, suggestions of, of her, you know, their wish list of presents. What's the, so.
3: what's the going kind of present of her age at the moment? What are they all wanting?
8: Right now, um, what uh, Cleo was requesting a lot of has been these different stickers um, on from a website. So a big sticker for her laptop and for her room and everything. So... Um, She's kind of obsessed. That's doable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you yeah, but they, you know, they can be quite expensive, too. A I mean, sticker. Yeah, you'd think, ah, what, what's a sticker? But, like, there's some of these stickers that are so big in scale that they're, you know, they run 50, 60 bucks each. So then, and she's made a list of, you know, like 30. <laughs> Look, I'm really proud because I've, I'm raising a really good negotiator. <laughs> so she's, um, and my parents are... Are both lawyers my sister's a lawyer so i've got that kind of negotiating gene runs in the blood so i'm proudly passing that on
3: so some of the t- christmas traditions that you'll be doing in london what what are some of your favorite ones that they'll do any that you can recommend that we should all be doing
8: well you know they have a tradition where they would take the kids to the pantomime right um and i've gone a few times but this year um, my buddy, actually, Nick Muhammad, is doing yeah. Yeah. a show at the Soho Theater, so I'm trying to get the family to all all the kids to come to see his show. It's called a, a Christmas Carolish, I think. So we'll probably do that, and then at, I I also like your tradition of crackers, Christmas crackers. Oh yeah,
4: you don't have them in the states, do you? No,
8: we don't do that. And we
4: tried to bring them over when we celebrated Christmas in the states. And we were told not to because it's got kind of gunpowder that makes them crack, and it would have yeah. been detected. So it didn't bring them over. So sorry. I think That's it may cute. be a good start Christmas cracker business in the States.
8: Well, there are some shops here that do it. Um, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, some British shops that, uh, that sell them. Anyway, yeah, so I enjoyed that. You know, just the big it, – it's very similar to me, the feeling of like any big family meal – um thanksgiving for me has was always the one mm. which i just celebrated with my family and my daughter in los angeles um uh, you know just the whole family getting together good food good wine um good cheese have... good cheese course you know cheese oh, yeah. do you
4: have christmas lunch or christmas dinner
8: well they call it i think they call it dinner but it starts at like two or three yeah so, okay yeah I, yeah. We
3: never particularly appreciate the the people that start dinner, and you have to wait all day for that Christmas dinner until <laughs> like eight or nine o'clock. Doesn't work well for us. And what's your favorite Christmas film, David? You used to go to movies every every year, but is there one that really sticks out that you'll you'll try and get Cleo watching?
8: The one that I think Cleo and I have enjoyed the most. Uh, well, we really <laughs> we like Home Alone, and uh, but these are like. She's much older now. I mean, she's 11, so you know it's kind of almost outgrown these films. But also Elf, <gasps> like Will best. Will Ferrell. Yeah, so I guess those are quite enjoyable. I don't, I don't really watch a lot of holiday films, but um, but those two comedies are, are great.
3: Um, now, David, you know we know you're quite vocal about when you like things and when you don't like things. Um, <laughs> but
8: what
3: is what is the worst gift that someone has ever got you for Christmas?
8: Oh boy. I honestly don't remember. I I, I don't I, believe you. I, I, I no, really, I be don't. Th-
3: really, it was that.
8: Well, how about I can say, I, although my parents will probably listen to this at one point, for Hanukkah, yeah. growing up, my my parents were great about, you know, every night we got to pick one of the eight presents that were already wrapped. They were in a pile right in the living room. And you could see by the shape of the present which one was maybe the one you were really, really hoping you would get. One, there was always a book, right? And there was always, my parents would always get, my sister and I separately, a calendar for the next year.
1: And that was the worst.
8: That was the worst. That was like a non-present because you could see right away which one it was. It was the only large, completely flat you know uh present. And so there was always a debate between my sister and I, do we get it over with? like when do we get a, get the calendar over with? Do we save it for last or do us do we just get out of the way? Do we just, you know, night 3, Hanukkah night 3 is just a wash because you okay, that's good. we're going to open the calendar. That's the calendar night. So I would say that in answer to your question, I don't really remember getting like the worst Christmas gift, but the worst kind gift every year was the calendar.
3: But wouldn't you re- so. wouldn't you request like in the calendar? I can kind of imagine you having like a Cindy Crawford calendar when you're in your teens yeah. or whatever.
8: Yeah, you think my mom is going to get me the Cindy Crawford or Farrah Fawcett calendar? Fawcett. No, we get like the national parks. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who
2: is the man
4: that always photographs Yosemite? Ansel Adams. Ansel Adams. Yeah, Ansel Adams. yeah I of, we often gave those oh, as calendars. Yeah.
8: I love. I grew up going to Yosemite all the time, camping with my family it's and the hiking. Best
3: place on earth.
4: I
8: took Cleo there two years ago. It was just amazing.
3: Is that a good age to do it? Because I've now got three. Since I've seen you last, I've had another baby. And oh, congrats! I so I have. Thank you. I have three, and the idea of them doing the romantic old you know trip no to they'd a... love it darling it's it would be hell on earth and my little woman probably like square up to a bear and like think that he was going to win or something like they're really not there yet. yeah
8: i don't know if i'd advise it at this at such a young age but yeah i bit, think yeah, older. yeah nine or older um or even eight eight yeah. would be fun um and speaking yeah. of a bear like we had a bear come into our tent at one point it was really scary because at that time they had these um they were kind of like cement slabs you could reserve, a cement slab with two bunk beds, frames. You brought your sleeping bag and pillow, so you would use these bunk bed frames, and you were covered by a, you know, a canvas tent. And right outside that, you had kind of a rudimentary cooking area where you could build a fire in there and a kind of a makeshift stove. And you were advised to keep all your food at all times in the trunk of your car. But one time, one of my parents left the can of hot cocoa powder out and sure enough, in the middle of the night, this huge grizzly came into our cooking area, ripped the can of, you know, chocolate powder apart, devoured that. And was literally two feet away from all of us on the other side of this, you know, tent flap that was tied, <laughs> tied together by hand.
3: What do you do in that situation? They well, thought he'd had his starters. I
4: should imagine. Yeah, He's right. Going for the main course.
8: I think luckily w- another camper nearby had heard, and they start loudly banging pots and pans together to scare the bear off. And then eventually the bear went away and we're all just, you know, huddled together, like really terrified. My dad goes outside and grabs pots and pans and starts joining, making as much noise as possible to get the bear to go away. And then the next morning in the light of day, you could see these giant, and I mean giant, paw prints and claw marks on the trunk of our car where the bear had tried to get into the food in the back of the car as well.
3: I'm sorry. That is a that is any the, good enough reason for no Jew to go camping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jews don't see camping. We think that is confirmed. No,
8: we we had a great time. We went up every year and didn't deter us. I would highly advise taking your kids. Honestly, it's one of the apart from that one incident in ten fifteen years. It's one of the mo- most incredible places to go I think on earth
3: just don't bring chocolate milk fine okay <laughs> um lastly before we let you go David what's better the American Thanksgiving or um British Christmas dinner which one's the better meal
8: well I I kind of I have to say honestly I, I would say Thanksgiving because of my own my own memories and my mom's cooking and my sister happens to make the most amazing apple pie um, and usually every year we make apple pie And pumpkin pie Um, so I would say because you know I happen to be partial to Thanksgiving at home
4: what are you working on at the moment
8: well I just finished um, some toast with uh, fresh peanut butter and blueberries Um, so I'll be I'll be eating that right after this this call Um, and yeah is that what you meant what am I working on well Um,
4: I'm very (laughs) interested in what you're eating (laughs) but are you working as well at the minute
8: yeah actually, um, I just finished a little independent film in Los Angeles called Little Death and um, Nick and I are shooting another a kind of intelligence special uh, in a couple of weeks I'll be I'll be in London again in the middle of January for a few weeks shooting this special with Nick for for Sky.
3: Then we should cook for you, David. We can cook
4: for you. I would you. love
8: that. Yeah, come. Yeah, invite invite me invite me less.
3: We'd love you to come. There will be no banana bread, I promise. No banana bread.
8: Well, on on the contrary, I think we should make banana bread this time. I'm happy to cook, by the way. I'm happy to.
4: <laughs> Doesn't trust us. Darling, I still don't think he believes that we can cook and that we ever have a podcast about food. We are going to have to invite him for, for lunch.
3: Absolutely. Now, of course, we had to invite back the king of Christmas, Michael Bublé, to this special, even though he didn't think I was a singer. I mean, he still was complimentary, so yeah. um, you're forgiven. Yeah, he thought you had quite a good voice. i <laughs> not a bit bad, blessed, Jesse. Um, Here he is telling us what his favourite Christmas song is.
0: I think my favourite Christmas song is I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'll come You know what, and why? It's because it was written in, in, a, in a time of war when, I mean, it could, the stakes couldn't be higher, it was incredibly emotional and scary and serious, and moms didn't know if they would see sons again, and wives didn't know if they'd see husbands, and I think that song had such deep and resonant meaning for people, and what's funny is we've just gone through a war. Ourselves, And I think that mm. songs like that are as important and as meaningful and as impactful as they've ever been. It's the reason why we're still... I mean, they're, they're beautiful. They're beautiful songs. They're well-crafted songs. And uh, by the way, to go back one last time, thank you to all the Jews who wrote them because I don't think there's one that is written oh, by someone who isn't Jewish. <laughs> they're all written... Go and look. They are literally... Every single one of them is written by a Jewish person. There's nothing... There's... Not one. I,
4: I want to say thanks to your grandpa, who clearly was the, the, the pre-crooner crooner who got you into all of this music. So, Hon, do you
3: believe Dean Martin's better than Frank Sinatra, or is that your granddad?
0: I know Frank had that voice, but uh, I just think as human beings go, I think I just... I think Dino looked like a very sweet, you know, a really uh, gentle, funny kind guy. And I know that just wasn't that's not I don't think that was Frank's thing. Frank was the, you know, the yeah. Don, the chairman of the A board. Gangster. And, yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I just I always thought that He liked the nice uh, guy. There was something just so cool, effortlessly but, cool. But
4: Dino had the voice and Frank had the phrasing. Mm-hmm. His it was he was perfect. I mean it wasn't the most beautiful voice, but it was perfect phrasing. Do you mean
0: Frank or Dean?
4: Frank had the phrasing Frank had the phrasing because he
0: sang on his vowels. Frank, everything everything Frank did, what's a big Frank song? Say Fly Me to the Moon. There's a big Frank song. Everything was on the vowels. It was fly me to the moon, moon, yee, yee. everything on the vowels. And yes. let me play among, everything was on the vowels. And Dino was when the moon hits dry eye like a big." piece. He had that. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. I loved it all.
3: Oh I God, love Michael! All. I love your voice. I love Jesus. your voice. I just want you to stay all night and sing. Are there any Buble Christmas traditions that we must all um, start doing?
0: God, I love it so much with my kids that I, um, oh my God! There's so many things. Are you I a just, Christmas? You know what? I, I love. Christmas I'll tell you what. will tell you what a Christmas tradition okay. is, and it's more about my mom because my mom is is crazy about it. And that's because we're so many kids. My sisters all have their kids and there's kids everywhere. And uh, it's a Christmas night. There's always a dance party. And it's like the Christmas music goes on and all the kids and the adults and everybody just it's a full on we do a dance party. Adults are pretty shittered by that time. But the kids it's the best thing ever. It really that is. And that's something fun. that yes, and it's fun because my mom my mom will get impatient. Long. And my mom my grandma you know And she'll say like, is it time for the dance party yet? And we'll go, yeah, but mom, let's eat eat first. I know, but the dance party, it's coming, right? And I go, yes, mom, the dance party's coming. And she says, okay, as long as we don't miss the dance party. And I go, fuck mom, we will do the dance party, I promise.
4: Mum, should we have a dance party at the end of Christmas Day like the Blaze? Oh, I should be at the entertainment. Oh, my God, (laughs) Mum, you'll be on the stage
3: (laughs) doing Feliz Navidad. Um, Oh, my God, it'll be like rocking around the Christmas tree, Mean Girls. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh, It
4: it must be kind of Spanish-speaking because it's, um, yeah... So maybe we will have Felice Navida. Navidad. Stop. Just stop. Oh, the doorbell's
3: gone. Maybe it's Santa. Um, have a lovely Christmas, everyone. Um, take care. Enjoy your time to relax and, um, and get ready for more table manners in the new year. Happy New Year.
4: Wishing you all a very happy Christmas. Hope you have lots of fun. Don't eat too much. Well, do eat a lot. And um, just enjoy the day.